Oh my god, so yeah. much better. Hi guys! Hi! We have very exciting musical guests lined up this evening. I'm quite I'm very pleased with their musical stylings. <laughs> and they're local, they are actually a Brooklyn artist. We Where's Brooklyn started really? out... Um, Probably multiple places. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them lives on the corner of the laundry, the laundromat corner. Okay. Yeah, usually I give him um, After all, there's only one laundromat. <laughs> in Brooklyn. In all of Brooklyn. Yeah, that's actually something that they don't teach you in... The other one's at the Chinese food Brooklyn slash Czech Mexican food store. <laughs> store. Which there's only one in oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. only yeah. one. Yeah, though they did get competition when that Indian slash Ethiopian food store opened across yeah. the street, yeah. um, owned by Pol Polish people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the... I live owned in... by Po people. <laughs> Poes. Those Po people are the They're people place. that were born by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> he gave birth to the people. Along with a few depressing stories. And a few depressing birds. <laughs> Um, I have a very bad habit of remembering to tell the listeners about places I'm going to be after I get back. I'm like, guys, you should have been there at the place I never told you about. Why didn't you show up and just know that I would be there with CDs being like, why aren't any fluff radio fans here? Um, but yeah, I was in Austin for the Independent Media Expo, and I have a booger hanging out. Have I had that for a while? I didn't notice it. <laughs> it's a crusty one. Oh. Right on the edge. That happens to me especially in the winter. I'll like, be on the train, and obviously not I'll feel one. Yeah. Like, I'll be scratching my nose and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my god, there's a big old clinker. And sometimes I'll feel it Stuck on my, on my lip, especially. Ew. Like It's like it's not even in my nose anymore. It's like dried to my lip from the last <laughs> time I blew my nose. I'm like, man. Aww. How many people thought I was like that weird girl? Who likes to... I don't to... want to sit next to her because she's got a booger on her lip that's oh dried. And I've never had a booger before. It's like those people <laughs> that are terrified of people that fart because they've never ever passed gas. Yeah. Which it makes for very depressed people. Because that's what, that's where happy juice comes from. <laughs> from farting satisfactorily? Yes, exactly. And pooping, yeah. <laughs> but that explains why my dog is so excited all the time. Oh my god, her dog, her, I don't want to say it, but your dog kind of raped me. Well, tried to. <laughs> like, her dog jumped up and like ripped off my necklace and like jumped on my face. And that's, that's exactly even... what they do when they... That's not even the extent of my dog's <laughs> raping ability. She will hump you. Oh, really? Yes. She is, uh, she's gotten to that age. Oh, she just hit the doggy puberty. A young dog's life where humping is a, is a cool idea. Mm. Arms, legs, ears. <laughs> what? And she's a girl dog, so there's no, yeah. at least there's no, like, extra surprise or anything. Oh, God. But, uh, it's still not too pleasant. And she makes really funny faces when she does it, though. <laughs> like like eighth grade faces when you're dancing grinding style. Yeah, like her ears <gasps> go back and her mouth opens and it's she makes the O it. face. Yeah, she she makes the O face. That's oh, exactly what oh. she makes. It, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> the oh dear face. Oh my oh, god. Anyway, she's getting fixed next month. Maybe it'll stop then. Oh, she hasn't been yet. No. I forgot about that. Maybe that's why she likes yeah, to rape. She's only four months old. So. <laughs> When I was young. four months, oh my god, the number of people that I've... <laughs> Never mind. Before you had your uterus removed. <laughs> yeah, once it... Well, actually, mine just fell off one day. I was playing, <laughs> just in, a, out. playing in a tree, Plunk. hanging upside down for too long. <laughs> it was just like... 
Wait, hang it upside down, it came out? That makes no sense. That's how it fell out. It fell out the long way. It came out your mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love playing. Oh, I'm <laughs> a oh, weird taste in my mouth, guys. <laughs> oh, uterus. No, I knew it was uterus right away. <laughs> like, it tastes like... Oh, nothing like uterine breath in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, but back to Austin. Yeah, I was in Austin for Staple. Um, <clears throat> it was amazing as amazing as last year if not more and chris yates was there and david melky was there and you were there and you were there and you were there yeah speaking of monsters i was next to miss monster who scared the shit out of me last year but this by, year uh, it was a fond uh, there was no fun. scaring it was beautiful energy. yes uh we actually were right by um curd burglar who is on the forum now as helvetica as mm-hmm. uh, she is she does cheese baked cheese based products <laughs> like she does cheese shirts and she made me a really cool necklace where it's like a clay piece of swiss cheese with like a silver chain going through the holes Aww, it's cool. so cool so we're gonna do a t-shirt exchange but she was the one that did the seating plan so she was like oh my god those loud kids from brooklyn we need to put them near me <laughs> so we were like in a cubby together to the point that like people would have to come over and like tap us and be like hi um we want to buy something, you need to turn around this way. <laughs> we're like, we're partying! And uh, her boyfriend, Andrew, um, Kurt Burglar's real name is Robin, uh, her boyfriend, Andrew, had brought uh, Cooler FM, which was originally known as the Radio Cooler, but we decided Cooler FM sounded cooler. Yeah. Um, and it was this gigantic, like, literally, like, two-foot squared soft cooler with beer holders on top that had the world's crappiest cheap radio <laughs> in the middle of it and he'd gotten it like basically i don't remember if it was an anniversary at his job or if it was like their christmas promotion but it was basically like he thought he was getting a money bonus and he got cooler fm so it was like the shittiest thing in his car like just to remind him by the way your job <laughs> cooler fm i totally got something like that one time and i can't think of what it was was it a doorknob oh, it's got a box of tampons really from work from HarperCollins Children's Publishing. <laughs> it was a promotion with some book, and they're like... Was it like a pu- puberty book? It was a book called... What was it called? Period Stories. Ah. And it was all about girls getting their period. Well, but they sense. sent this out to, like, every reviewer. Like, the, all the magazines that write about kids' books got a box of tampons. And if any of the men at any of these magazines are anything like any of the men that I went to middle school with, a.k.a. non-men yet... Um, they <laughs> would probably freak let out. I remember one time a tampon fell out of my bag when I got a notebook out and it like flew down the hall and I had to chase it because it was my last one. It was on some kid's shoe and he was standing there as if like there was a dead baby on his shoe. Like he couldn't move and he was just looking down like kind of like, <gasps> get it off me, oh my God. <laughs> that was probably the most traumatic experience of his life. Um, well, that's the funny thing about tampons and pads is that people tend to treat unopened ones like used ones yeah if it was a used one that had flown out of my vagina then <laughs> you should have been like oh, that would be totally justified but people it's like the second they see one at all then immediately they think of the usage of it and they yeah. don't just think of it as a little cotton wad they think of it as a, a you know a thing that goes in vaginas and so automatically <laughs> it freaks them out it freaks them out yeah and the thing is like he got even more freaked out when i was like oh i'm sorry and i like picked it up off his foot and put it back in my bag <laughs> like for him he was like oh my god she's gonna put that thing from my shoe inside of her you're like it's kind of i was like yeah it's gonna, i'm gonna take off the wrapper there's an applicator yeah. i didn't want to like draw a diagram and, like, explain it to him to show him but, the box yeah okay yeah. this really awkwardly drawn <laughs> diagram just so you know 
<laughs> you're sort of supposed to, and then it has like the uh, the, the cross section of the woman body, and so you can see like exactly where she has, like the insertion part. Like no, no way to insert it. Yeah, and so you yeah. kind of see like you know one leg and like you know the 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 shape of the like vagina and cervix and stuff. And... <laughs> this is like the uterus slash <laughs> vagina <laughs> show. <laughs> I was thinking too that it's funny because like he really reacted like I put the entire thing in there. Like, do you think guys would react to a tampon box the same way? Be like, I can't touch the outside of the box. That's going in her vagina. Like, you, probably. You know, really the dumb be, guys are like, whoop. Would be great. Would be uh, to give a guy like that a present and write like peanuts for a friend on the outside or something and then have them open it and instead of the jumping snakes it's just like jumping, jumping tampons. tampons oh my god <gasps> we should rank Pads that pads with wings oh my gosh <laughs> I need to find <laughs> find someone that is really scared of tampons how do I figure out? I gotta tampon test my friends yeah you gotta tan- uh... yeah I gotta start to walk around with like one stuck to my lapel and just be like oh god how'd that get there and like whoever has the worst Don't reaction We'll get our tampon in a box. <laughs> what it usually said mixed nuts. I think that's yeah. our, our mixed nuts can. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The tamponator. The tamponator. I would like to have a tamponator to spring. That would be fun. It would And then it's almost like it just really could almost be useful. I was gonna say you could use it instead of who needs applicators when you have the tamponator. <laughs> just put it on the floor. <laughs> Push the, the handy little, you know, it should be, it should be a like a pedal, a Nerf gun, <laughs> air loaded. Instead of a Nerf thing, you put a tampon and you just stomp on it and <laughs> it shoots on in. I, I smell patents. I smell something. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. My nose That's is okay. stuffed. It is. Yeah. The best part of Staple, though, for me, had nothing to do with the convention. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get to Staple. Amazing. Well, the convention <laughs> itself was amazing, and, you know, I got to see a bunch of my friends, and um, I'll go on later about David Malky's contest. We have a Playground Ghost contest going on. Um, but my favorite part of the entire convention happened um, about five minutes once we got there, which was going into the hotel and going into the bathroom. And again, this is the entire show is going to be focused on... <laughs> So I go into the bathroom, and I go to lock the door, and I'm like, that's weird, there's no lock. And I do my business, and I go to leave the bathroom, and I... <laughs> Did you get out your briefcase? I got out my briefcase. Uh, Such a few important my faxes. My attache. I don't use a briefcase. I use an attache. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I put away my attache. But I washed my, my hair. And, hair. Um... <laughs> you said hair. I said washed my hair. Because that's other business you do in the bathroom. Oh. I, but I assumed you were going to say washing my hands. Oh, oh I didn't. Yeah. Well, I have very hairy hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I couldn't leave the bathroom and I accidentally locked the bathroom door, which didn't have a lock, on the way out. Hmm. Meaning my door knob on the bathroom had the lock on the outside. Yeah. Meaning you could be in the bathroom and someone could decide coming out of there and you're in the bathroom yeah i found it so funny like we totally had a former kidnapper's room like the person yeah. in our room before us totally had like you know i don't know the senator's wife stuck in the bathroom <laughs> ransomed her off and then made a bad 80s movie and then yeah uh the doorknob thing we 
thought it was funny. We figured it was some prank that someone did, which it's kind of a weird Dumb play prank, to yeah. do. It's like just put the doorknob out backwards. And if it wasn't, it means this doorknob has been like that for years and no one's had the guts to be like, excuse me, front desk, but uh, <laughs> is, am I supposed to be taking little children here? I didn't, I didn't know it was that kind of hotel. Um, <laughs> and basically like we had a suite that was like two rooms next to each other and doors that connected. So David Malky was in his room and his phone rang and he picks it up and it's the front desk saying, oh, hello, just making sure everything's in order. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. And then, like, he hangs up. And then our phone rings. We obviously know it's, like, the guy from the front desk. Yeah. So, like, David's like, don't touch it, it's mine. So he comes, he's like, hello again. And the guy at the front desk was, of course, like, confused because the same person answered the phone. He said, oh, just wanted to make sure everything was fine in your room. And David says, yeah, everything's fine, but the doorknob on the bathroom's on backwards. The guy's like, the, the bathroom, you need what in the bathroom? He's like, oh, no, no, the doorknob's backwards. It locks from the outside. And the guy at the front desk is like, no, 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 it's supposed to lock like that. It's supposed to... No, it's not! <laughs> it was just like this great, like... Wait a minute. And then he got completely flustered about, like, how do you fix this problem? This isn't in my how-to-be-a-hotel-doorman, like, pamphlet. <laughs> where's the section? Like, you could hear him flipping through the pages, being like, where's the section about backwards doorknobs? <laughs> and then we're like, you really don't need to fix it. It's okay. We're going to kidnap somebody later. <laughs> it might come in handy. And then our car. Did you know cars now have an anti-kidnapping thing in the back? Which is? They have a little tag that you pull, and I'll, I'll put up the picture, because I took it because I thought it was so that funny. That opens the door. The, that opens the, the trunk, trunk yeah. so that you get locked in the trunk. That's so depressing. Like, kidnappers couldn't just cut that thing off. Well, it is. It's plastic. You need thick scissors. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's string, Annie. Or aluminum foil. Well, you know what they say. You're supposed to, if you get kidnapped, and you don't happen to be in one of the highly convenient the kidnapper tag trunks, mm. um, you're supposed to kick out the taillights and then oh, stick yes. your hand out and wave <laughs> through the hole. And if you know sign language, you should do sign language out the hole. <laughs> I am being kidnapped. God, I wish I learned more than letters. It's <laughs> taking forever. <laughs> I'm still... Uh, wait, I can do ah really quick. Uh, uh, ah! H. <laughs> Exclamation point. You just have to have a friend kidnap with you so they can do some letters as well. Yeah. Uh, too slow. Yeah, if you have really long arms, you could do one hand then. <laughs> Each tail, like, well, the only problem with that, though, I mean, that's great if you're you're in, a like, a Cadillac, which, you know, if you're being kidnapped by the mob, you probably are. Yeah. Uh, where you can actually get turned around, you know, the trunk is big enough that you could actually kick something out, but if you're being kidnapped in a Geo, you're pretty unless scared. you can kick that light out with your elbow, there's no way you're going to be able to, to kick it, you know, you're never going to have kick enough it. space to... Yeah, to it's like the Kill that. Bill thing. Yeah, it's exactly. She's, like, she's got three like, inches to, <laughs> to break it. through. You've got two inches to kick out the taillight in this clown car. <laughs> it's like if you ever get kidnapped by clowns, you're screwed. Yeah. You're so screwed. You're asked First of all, the trunk is going to be huge inside and you're never going to find it. Second of all, there's probably going to be eight other clowns in there with you. <laughs> maybe kidnapped, maybe just hanging out. <laughs> Can't really tell the difference in yeah. a clown trunk. Yeah. I don't know, but I think let's let's play our first song by our song band. Uh yes, ma'am. Uh, our band this evening is called the Luminescent Orchestra, and their first song is called Amaritzi. Amaritzi, Amari, Amaritzi, Nipari, I la 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 la. Oh, Amaritzi, Amari, Amaritzi, Nipari, I la 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 la
it up or ask them oh. <laughs> uh, so i'm having a spaz day which is not that unusual for my normal days but i totally mm. like went all cirque du soleil this morning oh yeah you're gonna tell your uh, your wipeout story i totally wiped out <laughs> i well wiped first out. of all the reason why i wiped out is because when i was moving i got extremely carried away with donating clothing and shoes and i happened to donate every single pair of shoes i owned with the exception of one dress shoes that are actually uh aerosols that you could fold in half because they're meant to be super comfortable so you can't wear them outside of your desk sitting in place yeah. and my fair sneakers um that almost sounded, sounded like you said my fair sneakers my fair sneakers they're so pretty um so yeah my sneakers have holes in the toes from wiggling my toes um i, I got rid of all my winter boots including <laughs> like snow toes boots. that much i i do i'm like well, if I'm ever kidnapped, I'm going to stick my feet out and yeah. wiggle my toes. <laughs> and they'll be like, like, oh shit, it's Colleen. It's Morse code. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they'll just know me. But <laughs> toe, Toes code. Toes code. Toes code. Toes code. My toes are code. Word. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um. So, the other thing that um I was saying was, I don't remember. What Falling down the stairs. Oh, I fell downstairs. So I, I got rid of all my winter boots. And you it don't had, have any sensible shoes. I have no sensible shoes. So I was wearing my uh, sneakers. 
that have sneaking around traction, <laughs> but unfortunately the oil has risen to the surface in many. Yeah, subways. it just it just it just uh, snowed. It snowed yes. lightly. There was like an inch. Well, at that point, yes. Well, I guess it, yes, it was an inch. I, I'm bad with the measurements. Um, it <laughs> well, was the layer. first thing I did this morning was go out with my tape measure, with my dipstick, yeah. <laughs> with my plumb bob. <laughs> I saw how many falcons it was. I forget the term for it. <laughs> Mark Twain. <laughs> That's what it is. Falcon Mark Twain. It's pretty falcon. much the same. I mean, fat. <laughs> No, well, that's how they measure how high planes are. They measure, they get birds. So they... 8,726 falcons high. Or a mile and a half. Together, there's a long string. They hang out of the plane until it hits the boat. And then they know how many fathoms and falcons away the plane is from the bottom of the ocean. It's very oh, scientific. Shit, that was funny. Okay. <laughs> My real story isn't gonna be happy. I don't know funny. why, like when you said falcon, I would just thought, wow, I've never heard of that before. Okay, learn something new every day. I was hoping you wouldn't call back to it because I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that was not the term I was going for. Okay, oh, so what were we talking about? Okay, so there was a little bit of snow on the ground. There's snow it was on the a little ground. bit slippery, and I was wearing the sneakers with with some traction, but not that much traction. And I Should was have all been like, slippers. I'm gonna walk fast. I'm gonna walk fast because that's slipped. what I do. Yeah, and I had my laptop with me because we were coming over to reshort the show, and I was very concerned with it, and uh, I got to the top step on a long line of steps, and I slipped, but I only slipped with one foot, and I slipped, and I remember being like slow motion, like, oh no, oh no, oh no, like every stair I got to, I was like, maybe this stair, maybe this stair, maybe this, like waiting for my ass to hit the ground, but somehow my ass never hit the ground, and my foot just went down, my other leg went back into a full split, and I'm talking like full split. And finally, my legs just happened to be like an inch long enough to land on the floor at the bottom of the stairs and have the other foot still where it slipped <laughs> near the top of the stairs and completely like spread eagle on the ground with about two inches between my inner thighs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two inches clearance in all the areas. Um, my bag never touched the ground. My hand never touched the ground. I didn't bump into anyone, which was amazing because there was a bunch of people. I just was suddenly like, Whoa! <laughs> and this girl runs over really nice and she's like, oh my god, are you okay? And the words that come out of my mouth are, that was awesome. <laughs> That's all I said. And then I felt all embarrassed that that's what came out of my mouth. And then I also had my headphones on, so I was convinced I might have said that was awesome really loud. <laughs> like, that was awesome! <laughs> yeah. It's like when you bump into someone and you say sorry and they have no reaction, and then you wonder if you said it out loud or if you just mouthed the word. I usually just mouth it anyway. <laughs> okay, you can't hear that on radio, but I'm mouthing so Most people, most people, I think, respond to that. Or... <laughs> oh god, that reminds me. On the way here, <laughs> I was on the train. I was having a bad, well, I was having a funny day. I um was on the train with a bunch of high school kids, and they were obviously from, like, the Midwest or something. And um they were very concerned with, like, blending in. Though, as soon as the train stopped the first time, three of them fell. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that, I've never been on a moving object before thing. And um, one of them kicked me really hard. Mm-hmm. I was sitting down, and she like got this reaction. Like you could tell she was, she knew she kicked me really hard, and like didn't know what to do. And she whispers to her friend, but it's loud enough that I could hear. She's like, "Do people say they're sorry on, on subways?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that was the funniest thing. But she thought that like because I was a New Yorker, I was obviously like in New Yorker mode. 
that like if she said she was sorry, I would like punch her in the face and be like, we don't do that in New York. <laughs> she was like honestly scared, and I wanted to be like, yes, yes, we say we're you're sorry in New York. Please say you're Otherwise, sorry. Otherwise, the city would not exist. It would have imploded completely from all the rude people. Completely, just like that that Ghostbusters with the sludge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Pink, pink sludge. Ah, uh, so did you tell all your staple stories? Um, I'm trying to. Re- we had the cooler. We were rocking out to Journey all day. Um, David oh my and- god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of glad I wasn't there now. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, I sold almost all of my books. I sold uh, all the Let's Learn About books. I gave away about 50 CDs of the show. I sold a whole bunch of t-shirts, including one to a rather famous cartoonist who wound up wearing it the rest of the day. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it was just, it was so much fun. That's like all I can say because I'm like still tired from it. And I got some of the coolest stuff. There's actually an artist, um, he does a site called Art in a Nutshell. And he actually takes apart peanuts and carves them into tiny people and then puts them back together so you can't tell they were ever carved. It's so fascinating. So, like, I got a couple peanuts from him that I never want to open, but I I want to open so bad. It's killing me. So there's little people in my peanuts. That is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cool, though. He actually was the guy that did the That's so frustrating. Googly eye. Um, he gave me the googly eye magnets from last year. He's a really, really cool artist from yeah. Austin. So, I would just want to see them so bad. I did too. It's like art that nobody gets to see. So then it ruins it. Well, he had like thousands of them. I don't know how long he had spent carving little men into peanuts. He also, the cool thing with it is it came with a flip book. So you could actually flip and watch like him carve it. Oh, that's cool. So like it was cool. But like I realized I'm kind of flip-tarded. I can't, I can't flip books. I flip like from one page to the middle to the end, and like I can't figure out how to get any of the pages in between to be oh, viewable. You gotta go slower. So I have to make Mikey flip it for me when I want to look at it. <laughs> like Mikey, can I look at my book? Fine. <laughs> Give me the book. Flip, flip, flip. Okay, now go on the couch and watch TV. Okay. That's, that's us. <laughs> I think it's time for song numero dos. I think it is too. Do we want to tell their website? Yes, I was just getting to that. Their website. I like saying their website name. Is actually, yes, it's, you want to do it then? Lumini. Uh, that's me. not correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that part. It's Lumi, which is L-U-M-I-I. Which is also pronounced Lumini in, um, no, it's not. It's There's no N. <laughs> www.lumi.org Which is L-U-M-I-I Clint my mouse pad so my mouse doesn't work. I'm sorry. Okay, so the song that we're playing for, song numero dos, is uh, called Knockin with an apostrophe. And it's kind of sultry. Knockin boots is what it's like. Somebody's knocking on the door. I'm gonna go and answer the door. If this room door's a knockin, don't come a rockin. Because that means the building's falling down. Yeah, it might be an earthquake time. Thank you. 
everybody back from making babies yeah uh with with what is it string and leather or whatever <laughs> we're making babies together speaking of which i've been in greenpoint for like a month and i haven't gotten a chance to see kyle and jamie on no, the street and jamie nope i keep looking for them do they live in greenpoint or williamsburg they, they live, live in williamsburg, williamsburg right yeah yes it's they, close. Live in, they live in the like the, there's a pierogi border and they're on the other side of the pierogi. The pierogi wall, the pierogi curtain. We can't make it past the pierogi curtain. I learned about the pierogi curtain in seventh grade. You know what else is good? What? Borscht. I like the name. I don't know what it is. What is borscht? I think it's like a white soup. Alice? Mm. If I'm not thinking, if borscht is not the term for that particular white soup that's popular with Polish people, then I like that white soup, but maybe not necessarily borscht. But I think borscht is the white soup. I believe it sounds like something white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that I'll is. give you that. Yes. <laughs> borscht. 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 Gaborshta. So. Oh, David Malky's contest, I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, go ahead. David Malky wrote, when it was particularly slow on the floor, um, before we broke out Cooler FM, David Malky wrote a song about um, essentially telling customers to go away. It was very sarcastic, basically saying, don't buy our stuff, keep your money in your pants. <laughs> um, and and he put it up on the YouTube. Maybe if you've heard of the tube that you created. Yes, your, your tube. Oh. He put it on Annie's fallopian tube. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check it out, call, just call us. Actually, we don't have a number right now, I just realized. Oh. Her numbers are... Call us on your imaginary code. Just send us an MP3 that you compile on an MP3 compiling program. Just do... Yeah. 1-800-ASOM-ANIS. Yes. Call me. That's where the site is that David Malky put his... and call me, call me anytime. Call Fluff. Um, okay. make a jingle. But he made a jingle for us, and he's asking bands to record it, because, you know, we obviously didn't do a great job when we were, you know, in the booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's making a jingle of the don't, don't <coughs> buy our stuff jingle? Yes. Oh. And if you go to playgroundghost.com, um, you can see the YouTube video that basically says, Hey, bands, would you like to record this, and we'll totally pimp it like a crazy mofo? All right. That's what he said. That's what he said. What you it is what he said. And I feel the need to give a huge shout out to my, my favorite peoples in the world. Um, in my One of my favorite comments post-Staple was that um, Melissa and Dave Shirell, um Dave from 100 Damn Guns, mm -hmm. one of the bands we had on a while ago, who had left us that great message, which is basically like Melissa telling Dave to shut up and stop singing on our voicemail. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he was very drunk going, Fluff Radio, Fluff Radio, Fluff Radio, we Brooklyn! <laughs> which was one of the best voicemails we ever got. Um, she said, you know, basically after staple, she said, you know, the first year was like a first date and I was really nervous. And the second year, it was just like the date where you put out. <laughs> Meaning meeting all of us again was just Aww. like putting out. It was so sweet. It's almost like the cycle of life. It is. First the egg forms and the ovary. Yes. Unless it falls out of you while you're hanging upside down and then it forms usually in a bird's nest. And then it boogies down the fallopian tube. The pierogies go where? And then... <laughs> 
The lands of the uterus. Which, if you're looking at this typical diagram, looks like a big cow head. Or you like borscht. Every... Ooh. Depending Not mine. If you may have a disease if you have a... I have a if borscht. one comes out of you it looks like borscht, <laughs> visit your local gynecologist. I've seen that poster. Although, I'd rather have borscht coming out of me than pierogies. Because pierogies would just be like, oh man, I want to eat that. That and would be, be a like, much oh, worse problem. Well, pierogies. That would be tempting. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Oh, that was so sad. That was gross. We had another musical guest there too. Who? Travis Nichols, who is from Omega Monster Patrol, and oh. he has a, a full-length Omega Monster Patrol album, and he's going to be touring soon. So, oh my God, it's so so good. That's one of my favorite band names ever. Omega Monster Patrol. There, he has this great song, which is supposedly like he's fallen in love with an ice princess from another planet, and <laughs> the the one like line is basically like your heart is cold, but literally like he's basically like telling her like. You're not actually cold, like, physically and emotionally. You're actually an ice princess. <laughs> You're a literal ice princess. Yeah, there's a lot that's like, your heart is cold. Literally. <laughs> it's really good. You're like in Super Mario Brothers 2, level 8. You're totally like the ice. <laughs> I like to sleep all over you. <laughs> and fall off a cliff. And then I jump on the way I'll spot. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of bedroom romantics are going on in there? Well. I <laughs> I do not like I'd tell you, but I don't like to kiss and tell. I don't like to tell and kiss. Good. I don't like to kiss pen and teller. Me neither. <laughs> one of them won't shut up when I kiss him, and the other one is too short to kiss. And says nothing. Yes. But I believe he's secretly behind all the deaths. Probably. In the world. He's the one! I bet you anything, if anybody freaking messed up my doorknob, it was pen and teller. Probably. That would make a lot of sense. Jerks. My mother listens to this show now as of last episode. Mm, do I? I'm My saying... mom was listening. She told me recently that she's listened to every single one now. Wow. Yeah. Your mom knows a lot about she my is. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> as do a, a thousand other people. That's true. Uh, yeah. Every now and then I forget how many people listen to this and then it hits me in the vagina. <laughs> like a shot below the belt. Like a tampon applicator from the floor. <laughs> it has to make that noise too. Foom. <laughs> I think that's the whole funny part. Should that be the name of the product? Foomp? I think so. I mean, nerve. Well, we called it the, the tamponator, which is kind of scary. That's if you're going to kill someone with your tampon. That's if someone attacks you in the that's, street. That's the tampon crossbow. Yeah, that's like basically <laughs> if someone tries to mug you, you'd be like, oh yeah, you didn't know. I carry the tamponator. Stand back! I've got a one in four chance of kicking your ass. <laughs> Depending on what week it is, you get it? I came here to chew bubble gum and shoot tampons and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> on that happy note. I'm you know what's funny? What? One one quick thing before we sign out. Yes. It's called the tampon applicator. But nobody ever says, Pardon me, I need to go to the restroom and apply my, my tampon. tampon. <laughs> well what is the verb for tamponing? <laughs> Than the one I just made up. Uh, well, you know. I need to put a tampon. Change my tampon. Change my tampon. Insert a tampon. Yeah, that one I don't That was like. a little clinical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> my mother right now is listening to this on her headphones in pottery class and is saying aloud. Other terms. Another term and all the other people. Shove! Shove! <laughs> yeah. Are looking at her. Plug the hole. 
<laughs> That's not a verb. Plug, I guess. Plug my Patch tampon. up the canoe. <laughs> I need to patch the canoe. Patch. I need to patch my tampon. <laughs> I got a little kid. I just throw some paper. Honey, just shimmy like my sister. Tampon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even sense. understand that one. Anyway, but, um, so, okay, we can, we can end now. This is Colleen Ath, and I'm both saying, Did you know that I'm very flexible? <laughs> no, I don't like that as best I I was going to say, uh, no. <laughs> Um, Probably more flexible than me, but everybody is. I am uh, officially flexible enough to conquer subway steps. I'm very proud. Uh, is that it? No, I, I need a better story. <laughs> okay, well, kidding. I'll go first. Then. Okay, you go first. I'm Anna L. Sanders. Hello, Anna L. Sanders. And uh, Andre the Giant is more flexible than me. I'm calling me Anne Venable, and I'm Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Don't Don't lie. lie. She copied the lie. I I thought I could fool you guys, but you saw my movies. Okay. Anybody got a peanut? (laughs) That's my favorite line ever. I know. We're so sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back.